0: Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. My name Josh Nason. On this week's show is the holiday season. You know, Christmas is past, New Year's have had, but of course, that still means that we're high strung. Of course, emanating from beautiful Worcester, Massachusetts, we'll also talk about January's hard to handle in even more beautiful Yarmouth, Maine. We'll talk about the year end war categories and even beyond that. So before we begin, of course, let me introduce the man known as the Santa Claus of Maine Pro Wrestling. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people.
1: I can't say I've ever heard that one, but uh, good to talk to you today, Josh. I hope you had a great holiday, and uh, I literally can't believe the year is over, as you were saying that intro. It's kind of crazy.
0: It is crazy, yeah, and uh, we are talking before, both of us had good uh, Christmases. Hopefully everyone else in the uh, listening audience and beyond had great Christmases as well. Uh, I, Randy, I, I have to tell you, I believe I said this last year as well, I think uh, in the in the last month, you know, I think of Limeless every day, but I thought of it in multiple times more than I ever expected because every time I hear that goddamn Mariah Carey song, I think of Santa Puff and of course you you reach with the clip from from Hen, uh, Henry Aaron. Uh Harry Aaron, it was uh, and uh, it just literally like every time the uh all I want for Christmas is you, I think of, of Santa Puff now. It's it's a, it's quite a thing.
1: I will say I did try to corral Santa Puff to uh, come to Yarmouth through December, but didn't work out. I missed Santa Puff. Uh, great clip from Limitless History back at the Portland Club a few years ago.
0: That's right. That's right. Hopefully everyone had a great and uh, safe holiday season. Of course, we've got New Year's Eve coming up. Also, hopefully a uh, safe and great one as well. Of course, how can it not be? We have a Limitless show. High Strong coming up this Saturday. Worcester, Massachusetts at the White Eagle, 116 to. To 120 green street is there is, there, is a is a, a bunch of different doors right was was what's this with this address
1: is one door but uh you can also like access the downstairs bar as well which is why they have multiple addresses so it's actually uh upstairs it's it's one of the few event centers that we've ever hosted an event that's on a second floor
0: so. very cool of course uh special 4 p.m bell time 4 p.m eastern of course 3:30 p.m doors tickets are still available on shop again this is not an official limitless event in terms of you know what you're used to because it's part of rest of weekend so if you want to look for combo tickets or other events or stuff going on all weekend long and of course uh sponsored or put on by iwtv and tickets available on shop iwtv and of course if you can't be there you can stream it live on iwtv as well so that should be a lot of fun and of course some sponsors uh sponsoring some matches and such we have a uh, rock and roll fables brian f pro on twitter and uh, andrew brolin as well and uh Raina, i know been making the call for if people are interested in, uh, in sponsoring matches and such and uh, you got some people huh
1: yeah definitely we've got a few more that are available to be sponsored so if you uh, want to be a part of this thing shoot us a message or shoot us an email however you want to contact but yeah brian uh does all our posters his, his work speaks for itself you you know brian very well if you uh like the limitless graphics and the posters we've been putting out lately uh rock and roll fables and andrew brolin helping out as well sponsoring some matches on this thing uh cool to get some support heading into a different part of the territory so to speak heading to worcester again only the second time we've been there and uh really fun card i think uh when you get these like group weekends with a bunch of different promotions and a bunch of different wrestlers in the area you get the unique opportunity to host a lot of fun matches that you might not have had the chance to do. And we'll talk about a few new additions to this card in a few minutes, but it's going to be a fun time all around. Uh, as you said, Saturday at four doors are at three 30 and there's a whole day of events going on that day pro wrestling grind before us at noontime. And then uh, as always on new year's Eve, beyond wrestling, closing things down with their annual heavy lies, the crown event that night. So if you want to make a whole day of it, New Year's Eve in Worcester. There's a whole wrestling day ahead of you.
0: It's going to be a, a really fun card. Uh, this is a lot of interesting matches. We've talked about a few, but we'll, we'll give a couple uh, lines to each of them anyway. So this uh, this was the first match that was announced. This is, uh, I think, for a striker, a, a fan that likes striking matches, um, especially maybe in the MMA or so on. I think they're really going to enjoy this one. I know I am. Anthony Henry taking on Kevin Blackwood. Of course, the returning Kevin Blackwood. had not seen him in quite some time. In a limitless ring, since so he's moved out to the West Coast, and it, I believe uh, his last appearance, it may have been March or something like that of this past year. I'd have to look.
1: I think it was January. I don't My, I think it's been almost a year.
0: Yeah, actually, you know what? You're right. It, I remember writing the, the story up on this. It was, it was January. So, yeah, a, a year away, obviously doing his thing out the West Coast, making appearances for PWG and Prestige and Defy. And he, he's been working all over the place out West, really making a name for himself. New Japan, of course, New Japan's strong and he is going to take on anthony henry of course one half of the the work horseman who uh limos fans are very familiar with and you said you put in the notes and uh, this match is one year in the making why don't you go into that and then uh give a, a minute or so or whatever on this match what your thoughts are
1: yeah there's a lot of buzz going into this one um from the wrestlers themselves who have both wanted this match for quite some time and fans who have been waiting to see it happen um for those who are tuned in and remember, last year in Worcester, this match was scheduled to take place. And it ended up being Anthony Henry versus Ace Romero. Kevin Blackwood wasn't able to get there for the weekend and it just got shelved. And at that point, uh, Henry really kind of dove into tag team stuff with the workhorseman, him and JD Drake, and we saw that play out throughout the year in Limitless Wrestling. And as you said, Kevin Blackwood relocated himself to the West Coast and really Uh, I think a relocation kind of relaunched his career, not that he needed it necessarily, but uh, everything just picked up for Blackwood when he moved to the West Coast. And you you mentioned a laundry list of top tier promotions out there that Kevin Blackwood is not only appearing for, but uh, he's there all the time, you know what I mean? And he's one of the most sought after wrestlers, I would say, on the West Coast right now. So to have him back in Limitless and to get this match done, uh, I'm really stoked about it. I know they're stoked about it. And It's just gonna be a test, man, because as you said, I think these are two of the most talented strikers on the scene right now, two of the hardest hitters going, and two guys who honestly have an endless gas tank. So uh, I think it may come down to late in that match who's got the most cardio to to get it done at the end of the day because I don't see Henry or Blackwood quitting on this thing.
0: Nope. Nope. Should be great. Yeah, I can't can't wait for this one. This is gonna be good. Anthony Henry taking on Kevin Blackwood. Another one I can't wait for. I'm very jealous I cannot be there in person. It's gonna be fun. Uh Certified slobber knocker, as you called it, you know, host fight, unofficial hoss fight championship uh, on the line here. J.D. Drake taking on Andy Brown. Of course, J.D. Drake, he is uh, looking for his first singles win since February, I believe, in a Limitless Wrestling ring, obviously coming off the loss in September to um, Big Beef. And, of course, as you just mentioned, he's been really focused on tag team action and so on. But J.D. Drake, even if he doesn't get his hand raised, always dangerous, you know, passed a multiple-time challenger for the, Limitless Wrestling World Championship, taking on Andy Brown, another first-time matchup. And Andy Brown, of course, coming off the big win, the mercenary uh, for the night for uh, Mac Daniels. Of course, uh, we know that storyline, defeating BRG on that night. And really, you know, he's made a a big splash since returning. uh, Sorry, since debuting, rather. And he picked up the win last time. And someone that in in just a a handful of matches has really made a big impression. And there would be no bigger impression to this point than defeating J.D. Drake coming up on Saturday. This should be a lot of fun and very violent.
1: Yeah, this feels like a must-win for both these guys for different reasons. Um, Andy Brown kind of burst onto the scene in Limitless Wrestling and uh, has really taken it by storm in the past couple months, especially uh, getting a big win uh, over Brad Cashew at the Blitzkrieg weekend that we did with them in Enfield early October, Uh, then defeating BRG, as you said, earlier in the month. This could be big for him. Three in a row. I mean, we've seen many people win three in a row, and that gets you to some big opportunities in Limitless Wrestling. But very, uh a very different uh, person across the ring from him than a Brad Cashew or a BRG. Because this is a guy who, pound for pound, can throw down with Andy Brown. And J.D. Drake, a mean streak about him lately. And obviously uh not going to be a happy camper coming off that above-the-rest loss that was a shocker earlier this month. So a return to singles action for JD Drake, who's been on a tag team centric focus for the past few months. I'm really excited to see JD back in a singles capacity, especially this match, because uh, it feels like after some tomfoolery with Mac Daniels earlier this month, this is a big test and Mac Daniels will not be in the building with Andy Brown. It's going to be Andy all alone here. So uh, take care of your business now uptown and we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. And Andy, Andy Brown during that, uh, aforementioned bliss creek weekend that awesome match with anthony green he didn't get the win but that was that was a standout match uh in a lot of ways yeah i'm really looking forward to this and andy brown has um his even though he hasn't got the same uh wins yet very similar i'd say very similar trajectory but i see a lot of similarities between him bursting on the scene and uh des Cole, the big bufa you know someone that comes in and fans immediately just there's something there. It just may take a while to kind of develop, but I, I am, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of Andy Brown in 2023.
1: Yeah. An impactful debut that led to success. And uh, he was able to string it together quickly. I think that blitzkrieg weekend, honestly, the match with AG and the match with couch, uh, that was a big exclamation point for Andy Brown. It's like, all right, you know, I, uh, I'm not just here. I belong in this group of wrestlers and uh, he can get it done. So uh, a test like this is very exciting to see for Andy, and we'll see if he can string it together.
0: Speaking of a physical test and stringing things together, how about strapping things together? Strap match, Randy. Second one ever in Limitless History. Rip Bison. Take on Anthony Green. We have talked about this a lot over the past uh, weeks since it was announced. Obviously, we've been talking about this this grudge, this rivalry, this feud for the past couple months, starting with that all-star matchup between uh, AG and Rip Bison, which Ag, you know, fresh off his uh, trip to Japan, came back a little bit more of an ego, a couple chips on the shoulder, and had to resort some underhanded tactics. You know, considering that he's the best thing in wrestling, you know, self-appointed. Using a boot, using the uh, taking Rip's boot, you know, using the the weightlifting belt for to pick up the win. Of course, uh, Rip uh, giving him a, a little bit of a receipt in a way. You know, not letting him, uh, not letting Ag use part of the turnbuckle to attack Big Beef costing him the his the match and then you know taking him out uh, after A G taking out Rip Bison after his own win later in the night didn't take kindly of that taking beating him with his own weightlifting strap and leading to the challenge at last month's show uh, in December or this month's show rather this was uh this is something that's just been boiling over and uh, and and we're finally gonna get this Rip uh, offering up the challenge A G accepted it A G has been doing some tape study. This is going to be another good one. Uh Rip Bison, Anthony green. We're going to finally see if the, if the grudge can be settled. I don't know if it can, can be, but I do know one thing, both guys are going to be hurting coming out of this.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think rips the guy that you necessarily want to piss off in a situation like this. And the moment that Anthony decided to, you know, hit the ring. And as you said, give Rip Bison a little bit of a receipt, taking him out with his own strap. I think we knew it was on. And, uh, Buckle up for this one because uh, I think this is going to be violent. We've seen Anthony Green step into scenarios like this before, and he doesn't, he's not a wrestler off face value that necessarily fits the mold of a match like this, I feel. But when you see him in these scenarios, uh, that's why they call him the best thing in wrestling. He's kind of like an in ring chameleon, he can fucking do whatever he wants and fit into any scenario he needs to. So uh, I hope that, and I know that Rip isn't coming into this thinking it's a field day, but I also look at the day that they have ahead of him. Rip Bison has Gary J to wrestle at noontime that day. Anthony Green has nothing going on until that strap match. I think that's a big deal going into this one, too. That Ripper, uh, he may not be at 100% going into this. Obviously, they both have packed weekends. But AG is going to have that little bit of extra gas in the tank. And he's going to need it in a match like this, which feels like a Rip Bison specialty. We've only seen one. And Ripper's come out on top of that one against Big Beef last year. So uh, we'll see if he can keep it rolling.
0: Mm. And singles match: the returning Jody Threat takes on the returning Ava. Of course, Ava's been doing her thing overseas, and Jody Threat has been, you know, continuing to just uh, forge on uh, on the indie scene, and obviously made her AEW debut uh, earlier this year. Of course, the, uh, <laughs> the much discussed match with uh, with Athena uh, from Toronto that kind of set Athena on, on a much different path. But you know, Limitless fans know Jody, and Limitless fans. Certainly no Ava, and I have no doubt who the fan favorite would be in this one, and this should be a spirited affair. Ava always changing up. We'll kind of see where she is now that obviously the the boys in art are not backing her up for this one, but they seem to be in a, in a lot better spot. But, yeah, this will be a, be an interesting one.
1: Yeah, this would be definitely nice for Ava to, you know, as she's about to set off for Germany once again at the beginning of 2023, wow. to really end things on a high note for Art and get a victory here. But I'm so curious to see how this one shakes out. Uh, it's about a year and a half since their first collision during the closed taping era, Limitless Wrestling. And uh, I expect a much different match now because we've just seen a metamorphosis of Ava and Jody Threat, someone who I think continues to just get better every single time that you see her. And uh, it, it makes a lot of sense that we're starting to see her pop up for places like an AEW.
0: Yeah. I mean, she, her last appearance of course was a uh, May, 2022 uh, defeating Lou Fisto. I mean, that was obviously a pretty big win. Uh, that was a hell at, of a match too. Back at, match. at back at acting up. It was. Yeah. And then before that uh, in Limitless Worcester, I mean this same venue, Randy defeating mortar. And that was a, I believe that was a, a last second kind of change there, but that was a hard hitting match as well. So she's, you know, she has a ton appeared a ton, Lima's well, just twice before, but the two matches that she has has appeared, she's both won and made great impressions in both of them. Uh, this is going to be quite something. Mike McCarthy versus Alec Price again. We talked about this recently in terms of kind of the background in this, but yeah, we're going to get see this. And again, it's Alex's uh, first match in Limitless since losing the title. Again, we're going to see him in, in Yarmouth in January. So Mike McCarthy's uh, his his, uh, his obviously he's known a lot for so, a lot of some fans, I'm sure, with let for Let's Wrestle. But obviously making he wants to make a big impression when it comes to limitless wrestling as well. So a lot of stake in this one mentor versus the menace.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm the most stoked for this match on the card. Um very excited to have Mike in the mix of things. And we've talked about it for years on this podcast at different times, but uh for newer listeners, like there's been a couple different scenarios throughout the years where Mike McCarthy's limitless debut was scheduled to happen. Um, there's always been something that has messed it up. First time, I believe he broke his arm. I think the second time, gee, the second time, I almost want to say it was pandemic. I think we had him booked for uh, one of the summer shows coming up uh, like the 2020 year. Um, just a couple like off the wall scenarios that you can't plan for that have pushed it off to this point. But in his home state, he's a Boston hardcore legend. So it's awesome that this is happening in Worcester. And Alec Price he, Alec Price is the guy that he introduced to Limitless Wrestling four years ago. I had no idea who Alec Price was until I met him through Mike McCarthy, and that's how the working relationship started. They got Alec Price into Let's Wrestle, and McCarthy is obviously a former Let's Wrestle champion. He was Let's Wrestle champ going into the pandemic, the longest reigning champ that we've had in Let's Wrestle history, and uh, has a lot of ties to a lot of the people that you see in Limitless Wrestling now. Channing Thomas, a similar scenario as Alec Price, uh, someone who was introduced to the world of Limitless Wrestling through Mike McCarthy. So he's a longtime uh, veteran of the New England Matt Wars and uh, has, you know, really done his part at setting up the next generation from the area that he comes from. But uh, now we get to see it. And this was something that was brewing in Let's Wrestle in 2020 for people who, uh, you know, were tuned in and attending those shows in Orono. Uh, There was going to inevitably be a match of Alec Price, Mike McCarthy, and it never got to happen. So this Saturday finally gets to happen. Alec price, as you said, uh, coming off an incredible run as limitless wrestling world champion. Some would say it's the run that defines the limitless wrestling world championship. And now, uh, this is the first step back for Alec price. It's going one-on-one with someone who he knows like the back of his hand and has traveled the roads with many a time. And, uh, I think it'll be emotional for these two and and emotional for people, especially within that community who are big fans of these guys. And, uh, I don't know. I- I'm just very excited to sit back and watch this one, honestly, Josh.
0: Mm. Emotional in that they're going to kick the shit out of each other. Absolutely. I mean, let, let's, let's not uh, be – More
1: so than probably anybody on this card.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's saying something, right? Yes, it I is. mean, that's saying something because you look at – uh yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. Everyone that, that kind of has seen Alex, uh, Alex development and from – the uh, the the nastiness to the fan favorite to the nastiness again yeah there, there's no tears coming out of those eyes and when it comes to this he's he's gonna go in there to he wants to make an impression you know i'm sure and i'm i'm again i'm so fascinated to see kind of what happens with him with uh his return to limitless again he's you know second longest reigning world champion in, in your company's history and and uh yeah with mike looking to make an impression yeah i'm sure he'd love to uh love to 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 have that restart be uh, a little bit aborted put it that way coming up on uh, this Saturday and then another challenge here the world classic challenge Channing Thomas this is number two in the uh, Sydney Bacabella backed world classic challenge Channing will be taking on the returning Kid Chocolate Mo Jabari Mo is another guy he uh, made his debut earlier this year made a good impression has been back for a while but the Canadian will be in action once more and yeah I believe he also made his AEW debut earlier this year and continue to, to work the Indies and get his name out there, but he's got a, a, a a challenge literally in front of him in Shannon Thomas.
1: Yeah. It's a good chance to come in and show what you can bring to the table for kid chocolate, who has another opportunity for a singles match in limitless. We saw him earlier this year against Ricky smokes and uh, really putting the pedigree to the test. Uh, obviously he's a Calgary kid um, training uh, a lot now with Davey boy and uh, also with Tyson kid in Florida on occasion, but Uh, This dude's, you know, he surrounds himself with the right people. Uh, He's getting better so quick. And I think Kid Chocolate, you know, as you said, making his AEW debut earlier this year, his WWE debut earlier this year as well. Uh, I feel like this is a guy who we're going to see for years to come. So uh, an awesome chance right here to make an impression and maybe stop Channing's uh, World Classic Challenge before it really gets any steam going for it. And, uh, of course, Sidney Bacabella going to be in the room with Channing trying to right this ship so to speak they'd already say it's it's uh the ship's been righted at this point but it's only one win under the belt since sydney's joined the fray so uh this is really uh i think pivotal for channing and sydney if they want to keep the momentum moving forward into hard to handle if they want to get a win here and uh maybe make quick work on mojabari but not an easy test here for channing thomas
0: and two new matches on the card of course we record this on uh, on tuesday Gary J was announced on the car. Gary J made his debut for Let's Wrestle earlier this year. Am I am I correct in saying that? Or is that last You're
1: correct. year? Correct. Yeah. He was on the short list up until this point. He was on the short list of wrestlers to challenge for the limitless championship, but not actually do it for limitless or debut in the company at that point. So uh, Gary finally making his limitless debut officially this Saturday.
0: Yeah, and taking on Becca. This is an interesting pairing.
1: This is, uh, I gotta be honest, Josh, this is done for the people of Worcester,
0: Massachusetts because <laughs> good, good.
1: I, uh, here's the thing is like Becca, she has, uh, a lot of fans in limitless wrestling. She's very popular in Yarmouth. And, uh, I think people generally like to see her wrestle up here. Uh, the more South you go in new England, I feel like that changes. And, uh, Worcester at this point in time feels a little sour on the pop sensation, Becca. So I figured, you know, uh, what better to do uh, the afternoon before she has a matchup with Alec Price that night for beyond is to give the people of Worcester, uh, you know, a little taste test for Becca ahead of that and give her someone who, I don't know, you know, could potentially knock her block off and Gary Jay, one of the hardest hitters on the independence an indie wrestling vet who's been going at it for many years. And we saw him take it to Alec Price earlier this year for let's wrestle. If you haven't seen it, Check that one out for free on the Limitless YouTube. But uh, this is going to be a tough competition for Becca, and j- just like last year in Worcester, one on one with Anthony Green for the first time in Limitless. This is another huge test for her if she wants to keep it rolling in Limitless and keep the momentum moving after Kylie Ray.
0: Mm, that's right. Yeah, her picking up uh, big wins over Lupisto and Kylie Ray in uh, in recent uh, recent months, and then uh, another match. This is an interesting one. I was curious what, uh, what where these guys are going to be on this show. So Team Limitless OGs that being Limitless World Champion Ace Romero and the one and only MSP taking on the Miracle Ones, Dustin Waller, Kylan King, and Ichiban. We saw them in action earlier this year at Limitless, and this should be a very fun trios match.
1: Yeah, that trio uh, made their debut as a trio at Fresh Blood against Ava, Ricky Smokes, and Aaron Rourke, but some interesting ties as it pertains to the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. Uh, Ichiban was actually the first person to challenge Ace Romero during this run that was in Enfield, Connecticut during the Blitzkrieg weekend. But now, Ichabon not only getting another shot at the Limitless Wrestling World Champion, but he's bringing his friends along. And uh, this is interesting on numerous levels because MSP obviously have a ton of experience in trios action. However, not much trios experience teaming with Ace Romero. The Miracle Ones, I would say, do some of their best work in trios competition. And we saw that on display uh, earlier this year, obviously, Dustin Waller getting locked out for half the match, but uh, making it back just in time. And Ichiban, I, I think, is such an electric competitor right now. I think one of the top junior heavyweights uh, maybe in the country right now. So to really unleash them and uh, let them cook, so to speak, against three limitless OGs who really feel like the epitome of limitless wrestling on this event, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, truly a chance for uh, Dustin Waller, Kylon King, and Ichiban to kind of punch their ticket back to Limitless as the year kicks off. Mm.
0: So Ace and MSP have never teamed before?
1: Not much. They, they've they definitely been on the same squadron uh, on a couple different occasions, but geez, I'm like off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of them teaming li- in Limitless once. Hmm. I don't know if I can recall.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to look in the, in the record books for that, but that should be good. So yeah, obviously. So this is uh, yeah, we, we go on one more time on the card, Anthony Henry versus Kevin Blackwood, JD Drake versus Andy Brown, Rip Bison taking on Anthony green, Jody threat versus Ava, Mike McCarthy versus Alec price. Chang Thomas taking on Mo Jabari, Gary J versus Becca and ace Romero and the MSP taking on the miracle ones. Of course, that is all for high strung this Saturday at in Worcester, Massachusetts, at the White Eagle Club again, 4 p.m. bell time. You can watch it on IWTV, but try to get there live. Buy tickets shop, iWTV.com. I assume tickets will be available at the door. And yeah, anything more to say about the show?
1: I think you got everything.
0: Very good stuff. So again, coming up this Saturday, IWTV high strung and Randy. We're gonna talk about we talk about what's gonna happen at this very end of the show of the year. We should talk about the year-end awards and the year-end awards. The categories are set. Also, the nominees are set as well. Randy, I was uh, I was not expecting this, but this is already filled out. And you want me to just go into the categories? Anything you want to say to lead this off, or or what?
1: I think we can run it right down. Um, we uh, I know we had talked about uh, you know potential uh, potential people to be within these categories the past couple of weeks, on and off the air for this podcast, and I, I, especially the past week. Uh, I've really thrown it out there to different people involved in Limitless Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put it out there. We put it out there on this pod. If uh, if there's glaring omissions, please let us know because it, there was a lot to cover here in the past year of Limitless Wrestling and uh, we want to make sure that we get everything that's uh, worthy of being included included. But yeah. uh, Josh, feel free to go right ahead.
0: I will. I will. Of course. And ha- well, let me, before I do this, how will people be able to vote for this?
1: So this is, uh, by the time that we drop this, uh, we're actually going to, Put the link right back up. So it's going to be limitlesswrestling.com slash year end awards. So you'll be able to log right onto the website and there'll be a category, a drop down where you can vote right on the website. So limitlesswrestling.com will be the place to go to vote.
0: And how long will the awards be open for?
1: I think that we're going to put them up. uh, It has to be a week at least, I would say. So I I think we'll have it up for the next week. And uh, I would wager the first of January would probably be the time to get your vote in for. So mm-hmm. that would be what this coming Sunday or let's say Monday. So maybe Monday the second is a good cut point.
0: Mm, maybe actually, let, you know what, Randy, may I make a request, please? You know, first of January is always a, is a busy week. Cause you know, wrestle kingdoms on January 4th. A lot of people looking forward to that. Just had the new year and all that stuff. I would suggest, why don't we make it on my birthday, January 4th, Wednesday, January 4th. That is the cutoff point. Wrestle kingdom day award cutoff day how about it
1: that sounds like a plan to me
0: wow that was easy i wish my wife agreed me as as quickly as you do (laughs) all right let's get into the year end awards wrestler of the year your nominees are ace romero alec price becca beef rip bison and anthony green that's quite a Quite a six pack of nominees there, Randy. Current champion, former champion. Yeah, this is a, a good, a good mix. A lot of alliteration there, Randy. Becca, beef, bison. Look at that. Ace, Anthony, Alec. It's good stuff.
1: A's and B's.
0: <laughs> A's and B's. You're right. Let's go to uh tag team of the year. Uh we have our nominees, Art, the main event, MSP, the Shook Crew, and the Work Horseman.
1: I think this one's gonna be tougher than in years past because I think uh especially different stages of the year. Um, we saw tag teams really rise and fall throughout the ranks of limitless. I don't think anybody anticipated the run of the shook crew um, mm. getting to where it was and culminating with that matchup with the Workhorsemen a couple months ago, uh, main event having run-ins with Dango and MSP and the shook crew with Caster earlier this year. Uh, a lot of fun tag action. And of course tag teams that uh, didn't even make the cut on this, like above the rest and waves and curls. It's just uh been a damn good year for tag team wrestling i would say
0: well i was about to say atr is going to be a little bit pissed off based on them being the workhorseman but i mean they had only had two matches right so two
1: matches think, deep man two matches deep you, there's more ground to cover
0: that's right so tag team of the year again art the main event msp shook crew and the Workhorseman. breakout star of the year your nominees are aaron rourke andy brown brg the big bufa des cole and Mac Daniels, and I know I know there's one person on this list you're not happy with. I think everyone else you're quite satisfied with, uh, based on that uh, person's lack of title defenses as of late. But this is a, a good group of breakout stars. I like it. Match of the year, always a top category. Alec Price versus JD Drake from January 2022. Uh, obviously, these are all 2022. Uh, okay, so Alec Price versus JD Drake. Jonah versus Mike Bailey. Good match. Anthony Green versus Channing Thomas. Another great match: Alec Price versus Beef, Chang Thomas versus BRG versus Mac Daniels. Is that coming from August, and then Kylie Ray versus Becca. Of course, it's just happening at Dirty Laundry this month. Wow, look at that nice, uh, nice assortment there. My match of the year, I don't think is on there. I'm not going to reveal that now, but this is a uh, a good crop to choose from uh for worst match of the year oh wait i have a different set of notes okay we'll wait <laughs> we, we too bad. maybe an alternate shoot podcast we can do worst match of the year uh wor- worst booking moment of the year that's always my favorite randy when it comes to you you know things like that
1: yeah i've probably got a laundry list of those to be honest
0: yeah I, worst moment of the year i'd say uh when pizza ran out at the uh, at the venue was never reordered i think that was a tough one <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's happened a couple times. i think so i think one of the hot nights when uh the, all the doors were closed and the fans weren't running. I think that was another good one, too. Uh, let's see, another, yeah, there, there, there's a couple that uh that come to mind, I think, but uh, overall, good moments anyway. We kid moment of the year, all right. So, this is this is a good list. So, Sky to Hotties, emotional return to Maine, of course, that coming in February 2022. Dirty Dango turning on MSP, that from July 2022. Had John Alba's mental health speech from August 2022. Of course that also up for IWTV moment of the year as well. Uh, Acer Marrow winning the big one, of course, winning the limitless wrestling world title, September 2022. And bufa again the quickest win in limitless history, that being over Channing Thomas, it was just a matter of seconds in from uh, October 2022 at Fresh Blood 3. So Sky too Haughty, dirty dango turning on MSP, John Alba speech. Ace Romero winning the title and Big Bufa gaining the quickest win in Limitless history. Good moments. Most hated. I mean, I actually moment of the year could be Mike Mike Labby uh, failing at winning Limitless trivia. I think that has to be up there, right? <laughs>
1: that is a moment of the year.
0: Uh, just kidding. All right. Most hated. Always a good category. You could have, have several different nominees for this one.
1: I accidentally. I was talking with uh, the one and only John Alba, and I accidentally left most hated off the list and he was very offended that the award that he won i think a couple times in years prior was not listed when i sent him the original rundown so uh, had to make sure to rectify and of course put in the man who dropped him a few months ago, Mac Daniels, in this category.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I could throw in uh, Dirty Dango as a nominee based on Dango you know.
1: would be a good one. I'll have to add him in.
0: All right, we're, How after about that yeah, horse shit? Exactly. Let's see. Okay, that'd be a perfect five: Andy Brown, Ava Charles, Mason, Mac Daniels, and Dirty Dango. And we just talked about this moment of the year. I mean, he turned on on the MSP. I mean, how it doesn't get any worse than that, right?
1: Yeah, flipped off everybody in attendance as well. And then, uh, yeah, had a ball with Davey Boy and Palmer Cannon in his corner in September, but lost the match. So, uh, yeah, I think Dirty Dangle fits quite well.
0: That's right. MSP beat him so bad he turned blonde. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, in this one, we, we need to find some nominees, Randy. And I need to think about this event of the year. So there currently there's none on the list. She means every event was was uh, was great. Uh, let's see, event of the year. Yeah, I I think it's recency bias, Randy. I think I I think I got to put Dirty Laundry on that list for sure.
1: There, yeah, that one top to bottom felt like a really fun show. Um, I would say a couple that come to mind immediately. Uh, I liked uh, the anniversary show this year a lot, Chasing Forever. Um, yep. I thought Thrill of It was solid as well. That was uh. That was Speedball and Jonah. Uh, that was also the triple threat of uh, Rip, JD, AG in the main event. Um, I don't know. That that one's definitely going to be personal preference, but I'd have to look back. Those are the ones that come to me uh, offhand that felt good.
0: Yeah, I remember. Uh, let's see. Acting Up I remember was was really entertaining. Yeah,
1: Acting Up was a lot of fun too.
0: I'm just I'm scrolling through here. So how many total events? There was like what 13 give or take? So we had the So obviously you had the Worcester show. Um let's see. That was, I mean that was good. I It's just a personal preference. I feel like you have to be in Yarmouth for me to nominate him for a, for a best of the year. Um that's just just for me cuz it just or main show just kind of feels right, I guess, but there was cut loose. That was obviously the uh, the you know the dog collar matches, the main event. We had the uh, Star Maker Challenge. Uh, that was one that uh, Alec and Ace fought to a no contest. Uh, we had the the month after that. I, I, yeah, you know what? I I too hot to handle would go on my list because I thought that was the uh, anything goes match in the main event with uh, Alec and Ace Romero. Uh, it was also JD Drake against JD Drake against Rip Bison. Um, enough said about that. Sky Too High's return. Trisha is on that show. Rat Daddy. I mean, that was I, I that would go on my list for sure. Too hot to handle. Uh, the thrill of it, that was a good show, too. Yeah, I would go hard not to act reckless. That was that was pretty good. Acting up, I really I I would go, Randy, if I was gonna go five, I would go. This is just my five. Too Hot to handle. Hard not to act reckless. And oh sorry, acting up. I would go. I would go chasing forever. I would go dirty laundry. And I think my other one would probably be. I think would probably be, I think it might be crunch time. That's I a think good that,
1: that's a good five.
0: Yeah. Crunch think, time
1: was really solid too, or if I recall.
0: It was, yeah, because that was obviously the VLC qualifiers. You had the chain match. Uh, Al Price against Beef in the in the title match. Uh, yeah, it was Mac Daniels against Shane Thomas DQ. Yeah, that was uh and yeah it was uh, Circus Ninjas against Dirty Tango and MSP. I was at, that that uh, to me that was yeah if I was gonna go five that's where I would go I would go that'd be just what me.
1: was your like off off the top of your head what was the what's the best experience you had at one this year like does is there a month <sighs> that sticks out?
0: Uh, chasing forever does uh too hot to handle i wasn't there for unfortunately um i was thinking like that feeling once i leave the show kind of like i'm like oh this is just that that kind of that feeling that you get uh yeah chasing forever i remember i had i thought that was really good uh yeah i i i love that um it must have been i i just remember walking out of the uh or, yeah it boy it that's a great question because th- these cards ride different waves, as you know, like hard not to act reckless. That was obviously, uh, um, know, yeah, that wasn't my, my favorite Alec match or not my favorite Rip Bison match to end the night. But I thought there were other parts of the show that were really good. Um, acting up. I really acting up. I remember really feeling like in the building, it was, it was really great because, uh, just because, it was Lindsay Dra's first first match in. And he and Alec just had a really good, a really like a really good match. It just was slow to build. But once it got there, man, it like it stayed there. Um that I remember just, that was really good. It was, you know, Becca and Msp. That was the you know, the mystery announcement there. You had uh, Des Cole finding, uh, cracking the university rules. That Slade Manders match. That was a great anything goes match. You could honestly for next year, and I may have brought this up last year, you could do a, a category best hardcore slash anything goes matches because you have you have definitely like over the course of a year you have so many good ones or best hoss fight match or something like that you have so many so many good ones that just they may not rise to the top of like that you know the best match of the year category but they're ones that when you look back and you're like oh yeah beef versus jake something that was a great that was a great fun hard-hitting match that opened up a show in may you know what i mean
1: yeah 100 percent
0: yeah, that that uh that Alec Lindsey match uh that might appear in my top 10 of the year list uh for sure. I I thought that was uh, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I'm with you there. What about what about you? What when you obviously you you come at this from a a different perspective. What um were there certain shows uh, I, other than the anniversary show because it's a uh, a little bit different, you know, feel being special and all that. What did uh what did you what did you feel this year?
1: I mean, uh, some anniversary shows have felt like dog shit, so it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it really is show dependent. I don't think anything, uh, is gonna, I don't think we're going to go into any show just because it's a certain show and feel a certain kind of way afterwards, you know? Um, but anniversary show felt good. Uh, I think the stretch of February to April last year in general, actually I would say February to May last year felt really good. Um, i don't know i I think we've had definitely we've had like swings of momentum i think it's easier to tell you the ones that felt bad um (laughs) yeah but uh yeah anniversary show sticks out i would say that stretch from february to may of last year felt pretty good um anything in that quadrant and and honestly last show felt awesome too um earlier this month and uh from from both an in-ring and a business standpoint which is good to have both things in one night feel okay
0: Exactly. Good. Well, there's some uh, some open thoughts about the event of year category. You can also share yours. Then uh, and, and then also, this is an award that debuted last year, the Joey Gleet's Workhorse Award. But however, it's not fan nominated. This is one that is uh, uh, talked about and discussed in terms of uh, the boys. I guess you say the event, you know, your staff and workers and wrestlers and people associated with promotion in terms of who. Is there a nominee? This is someone that just provides a lot behind the scenes of promotion you don't usually see. That's why the fans don't uh, don't vote on this. And yeah, last year's winner was um, uh, Ethan Scott. I almost said Ethan Page. <laughs> Ethan Scott was the uh, the winner, very deserving winner last year. And yeah, we're uh, we're, we're thinking about some nominees for this year.
1: Yeah, um, I love this award because uh, it is to just recognize an outstanding member of the crew or. Um, Like you said, someone behind the scenes who just uh, maybe does not get the first-hand recognition that maybe a wrestler or uh, an on-screen personality may get. And last year it was Scratch. uh, Scratch. Ethan Scott. (laughs) Calm Scratchfield. I just can't help it. Um, Ethan, uh, even this year, just continues to be the fucking man and just steps up into any situation that you need him to. You know what I mean? Kind of last minute. Uh, he ended up ring announcing the Dirty Laundry event earlier this month. Um, there was just a scheduled conflict with Rich Paladino and his home promotion to Chaotic, and they needed him that night. And uh, Ethan's ready to go on a moment's notice and has been not only that, but uh, you know, taking his show on the road, so to speak, doing some announcing for Blitzkrieg and for Pro Wrestling Grind in different states. So uh, awesome to see someone take initiative like that in a different realm than just wrestling and uh, go get it done. But... This year, uh, it's going to be someone else who, uh, you know, gets the recognition for going above and beyond and, um, doing, doing the most, doing extra when it comes to show days or putting things together for Limitless. And I'm excited to see who people bring to the table for something like that. Hmm.
0: I have somebody in mind. I don't know if you want to say him on the show or not.
1: Uh, Please do. Lay it on me.
0: Uh, Eric Greenleaf.
1: Greenleaf would be honestly uh, an awesome choice. Uh, does, does a lot of different things behind the scenes. Uh I think a lot of Limitless fans see him up close and personal before the events, because if you, if you uh, like uh have tickets on hold for whatever reason, or if you, you know, purchase them ahead of time and are getting them at the door, it's usually Greenleaf helping out at the door, getting those yeah. tickets distributed and uh getting people squared up, you know, chatting with fans mm-hmm. as they're about to come in and have a good night. And uh yeah, man, Greenleaf would be a good choice.
0: Yep. Yeah, I say Greenleaf comes to mind. And also let me throw, this one out there too uh harry Aaron, who harry has done
1: a phenomenal choice Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a lot different but obviously it's you know the work that he does on this product and grand that his expectation i'm sure if you ask him his expectation is like, i i have to do a good job that's kind of what i'm paid to do but i mean he's doing things that promote the show um beyond the the yarmouth and vets right you usually don't see you really don't see the the end how the best way to explain this. In the venue, it's much different than a WWE show where you, the, the video is a huge element of it because you see videos on the Titan Tron and, and, and all that stuff, right? You don't get that at indie shows for the most part, limitless shows especially. But what you do get is like it contributes to the effect of people coming to shows because I think it kind of helps with the, the overall buzz of people that, you know, they can't see, they can't go to a show, say, so watch it on IWTV. And that is a big part of it, as much as is the booking and the talent you bring in. It's, it's kind of that whole. It helps kind of bring all that together in a essentially a televised product, and especially you know going live and things like that. And you trust him to do a, a lot of things, and that can be hard to do is put that trust in somebody. But I, I would say that he's come through time and time and time again, and to promote a, uh, help contribute to a product that from a from a TV standpoint is pretty damn great. You know.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's differentiated our entire product from being just I think a regular like indie wrestling promotion to being uh I-, I think something that's super easy on the eyes and just looks like a different presentation than what you're normally used to with indie wrestling. And uh it really sets us apart. And uh it's a it's a testament to the hard work that he's done to figure out not only uh you know getting a live editing software under his belt so that he could transition from being uh, ringside all the time to now we're doing the cuts live during the show and trying to turn it around quicker to now, halfway through this year, we are able to you know elevate the game a little bit and finally uh, lock ourselves into streaming full time on IWTV with these live events in Yarmouth, which is you know that was a goal that we've wanted to do for years and just didn't know really how to get it done. And uh, Harry's just kind of taking it to the next level year after year with what we bring to the table in terms of production.
0: Good stuff. All right. So you will be find those uh, award nominees and you can vote for, on the website. For some reason, you can't find the link or having any type of issues. They'll be all over social media and we'll talk about those social media channels in just a second. We'll wrap things up really quick. A uh, couple new announcements for hard to handle. We'll be talking about that more obviously in the uh, next month ahead, but two new additions uh, since we last spoke Slade. You couldn't, you couldn't pick two more different additions to the show Slade and Let's Wrestle champion Mac Daniels both added both added to hard to handle. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would I would say there's quite a contrast between the two men.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, Matt. Will Mac be defending the Let's Wrestle title? Or are we not sure yet what's going on with that?
1: Not sure yet. Never sure really as it comes to Mac Daniels and defending the championship. But I I can confidently say that Mac Daniels will be wrestling a match. The vacation, yeah. the extended hiatus is over for Mac Daniels. He will be in ring and wrestling on the 21st of January.
0: Very good. As will Slade as well. So yeah, as will, to, Slade, yes. as will Ricky Morton, as will Janai Kai, as will Carrie Morton and a bunch of other towns. We talked about for hard to handle coming up in Yarmouth on uh, Saturday, January 21st. I'll obviously be talking more about that in the month ahead and Randy real quick. This wasn't on the rundown, but I wanted to toss over to you. You announced a, a benefit show of sorts for February and Gangrel is coming back to the state. Why don't you talk about that real quick?
1: Yeah, we are, uh, we're returning to Brewer, Maine, the very town that the Limitless Wrestling Dojo emanates from, but uh, we're returning to Brewer, uh, Saturday, February 4th, this one's going to be a lot of fun, Uh, we're teaming up with uh, my friends at the Maine Skateboard Association, my buddy Andrew, who's one of the heads of that project, they are uh, doing the most for skateboarders in Maine, where there hasn't been much done for them at all in terms of parks or restoration or uh you know locking down places to skate in the winter time so that people can continue to do it so uh they've done wonders for local parks especially here in the central Maine area so uh this is a fundraiser a portion of the proceeds are going to uh, the MSA on this night and as you said WWF legend Gangrel returning to Maine he's going to be in the house for this thing uh a lot of uh fresh faces coming to Let's Wrestle too so Um, it'll be interesting to see if you want to maybe see the, uh, the first footsteps into main wrestling for maybe guys who could be the future of limitless wrestling, because that's what we've seen over the years. Uh, Many people come through the doors of let's wrestle like an Alec price, Rip Bison, Masha Slamovich, Ava Everett. uh, And and they move up the ladder and become fixtures of limitless wrestling. So um, these events are always a lot of fun. It's going to be very affordable in terms of tickets as well. So, Uh, I think next week uh, we can kind of lay out some more information for that, but there is an event page already on the Let's Wrestle Facebook, facebook.com slash Let's Wrestle 207 for all information.
0: Good stuff. Yeah, more about that in the weeks ahead. Of course, uh, if you're happy voting for IWTV's Independent Wrestling Moment of the Year, why don't you give a vote for John Alba's mental health speech. as from the 2022 VLC. It's in the ring. I don't know when when voting ends on that, but I assume... Any day now, so definitely check that out if you haven't already. Of course, you can check out Limitless at P- on PMC Channel 5, 8.30 p.m. in Portland on Fridays. IWTV, Pluto TV, you know about that. Social media, LW main on Twitter. Lim- Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. As Randy mentioned, Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter. Myself, Josh Nason on Twitter and LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. You are all set to go for High Strung coming up this Saturday. That being Saturday, Worcester, Massachusetts, the White Eagle Hall, part of Wrestle Weekend. If you can't be there, stream live on IWTV. We'll see you there. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. And until next time, have a happy new year and be limitless.